Welcome to the Get Emergent podcast. This is a podcast that focuses on ideas to help people with leadership development, improved communication, and enhancing team performance. I'm Cindy Massingill. And I'm Ralph Simone. And today our episode is on rebuilding trust when a promise is broken. So Ralph, I think you have a story to share. Well, I think, you know, I've got a lot of energy on this one because as recent as yesterday, uh, I show up at a meeting, uh, wait and wait and wait, only to find out the guy's not even in work that day. Mm. Uh, A coaching session that was rescheduled by the client Wow. The previous week, yeah, and and as you can tell, I mean, I, I've got to get, I got to work hard not to kind of hold that against this guy, right? Because now I got a story. Do you feel like trust was broken? So Ab- is that, absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we've had some inclement weather here, so it was, it hasn't been the easiest to move around. But you know, getting there, I moved my day around to accommodate a change in his schedule from the previous week. So I do feel like. Uh, A promise was broken. Yeah, and that really, and that's what we want to talk about today is how when we break promises unintentionally, so I'm not sure if this client did it intentionally or unintentionally, but I'm going to say that it was unintentional. But unintentionally, when these things happen, it affects the trust in the relationship. You know, some people say that when we break trust with another individual, when we're not filling a commitment or not fulfilling a promise that we make, it has the biggest impact on the strength of the relationship. And I'm going to propose that I think how we recover from those situations has the strongest impact on the strength of a relationship. So, so it's interesting. He recovered very well. Hmm. So I didn't contact him. I didn't say, where are you? But uh, on my way to my next appointment, I get a phone call from him. Hmm. And he is extremely apologetic he said he didn't look at his calendar. He was helping a buddy who uh, had a closing scheduled at the last minute, trying to get into the house before Thanksgiving. Right. So once he shared that context, he he felt very badly, and he said, "Can is it is there any way possible we can meet uh, tomorrow, which is today?" And and that changed the whole dynamic. So I think that he got mm-hmm. right on it. I'm not even sure if someone contacted him or he just finally went to his calendar. And realized, but he did recover because he took full responsibility. Right. He explained why, and and he was uh, apologetic. So I think he recovered nicely. Yeah, but what if he did? If he hadn't done that? Well, I'm hoping that I I, I practice a little bit of what we preach. But if but I think I would have had a story. Mm-hmm. I think I would have started to make up a story about the unreliability of this guy right. or you know the trustworthiness or I might be skeptical in the future about any commitment that he would make to me. So I think that it would influence me at some level. Mm-hmm. And I think that, and so we go back to the the strength in a relationship has to do with these rebuilding when we make these unintentional mistakes or intentional but i think we're we're we live in promises and commitments all day long from the time that we get up to the time we go to bed we go to a we go to a store to buy a new dress we're signing a credit card receipt that says we're making a promise we're going to pay for this bill we accept a new job we're we're making an uh, we're making a promise that we're going to show up and show up on time, right? We're, um, you know, we place an order at a at a restaurant. 
we order a meal, the waitress or waiter is making a promise that that's what's going to be delivered to us. So we're, I feel like we're living in promises all day long. But in reality, life isn't like that. You know, life, life doesn't go as planned all of the time. We don't get the bill in the mail. And so then we don't, we forget to pay it. Or they bring us a baked potato instead of a instead of our french fries or you know whatever we life doesn't happen as planned and i think it's the pace in i think we're making a number of promises unknowingly we have an expression we use in a lot of our our seminars fish notice water last Mm -hmm. we're immersed in uh these request promises these expectations that people have of us these unstated things i mean i get feedback from my kids all the time of how um impatient I am at times. And that's probably because I have an expectation of a, of a promise, of a commitment of someone delivering something in a particular uh, time frame. Mm-hmm. The question is, though, did I articulate that? Was I clear about right. what's reasonable for me? And I think that we are moving at such warp speed that we are unknowingly making promises that we are unable to keep in all instances. So why don't we offer some ideas? So what I think we're both in agreement that every human being is going to run into at some point, at some time or another, we're going to unintentionally break commitments and promises. Do we both agree? I, I think absolutely. I think we'd be naive. Even you and I. Yeah, even, e- you and even you. as good as I am, <laughs> we're going to make some missteps periodically. There's absolutely. no question about it. So don't you think it's important to talk about how? What do we do about that? If we're in agreement that everyone is going to do that, what are some of the things that we can do? I'll start with one, and then why don't you share your... So the first thing I think is, and taking from your story, really important, apologize and mean it, right? Yeah, yeah. Apologize and mean it. You know, make it genuine. Chances are that the that the broken promise had some type of negative consequence. Think about the example you gave earlier. So really apologize and... Ask the question, what can I do to repair the situation? And I think you got to own it, as you're saying. There's, There's got to be a level of vulnerability. And one of the things we need to do is step back. In the context of, of all of this material, we are intending to create a culture of commitment and accountability. But we have to be vulnerable enough and open enough to admit when we haven't delivered. Mm-hmm. And I think it's incumbent upon all leaders and all employees to recognize, am I being vulnerable enough? Am I okay with accepting, admitting, and apologizing for a miscommitment? Yeah. Because I think that's key. I mean, I felt good about it because it was sincere. And he got right on it. He didn't wait. He didn't wait until the next time he saw me. He, He got right on it very proactively. I thought it was really a good example of moving forward in a positive way. And, you know, the other thing I like about the example you gave was the client called you didn't email, right? Would have been a lot easier to send a quick email to say, hey, messed up, but instead called, which I think it has more power. I think it was, power is the word I was saying. I think it was powerful. It was voice to voice. So I could actually hear uh, the sincerity of his apology. I could understand the context of his explanation. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think it was a lot more meaningful. And I think that this comes back to the pace and speed. I think we need to be far more intentional about the promises we make, 
but also take responsibility and have a process for rebuilding trust when we miss a commitment or miss a promise. I so let me throw the second. So that's the first one. The second idea. I'm gonna. I'd like to hear what you think of this. But I think over overall and in general, we need to practice accountability a lot more. Practice more accountability for ourselves. I think that's that is what helps build trust with other people. When people see that we're holding ourselves accountable to whatever commitments we're making. I think that's insightful. I mean, I, I go back to some of my uh, work with Stephen Covey in the late 80s and 90s. And when he talked about start with making and keeping commitments to yourself, which is part of uh, personal integrity. And so if you're going to get up at 6 a.m. to work out, get up at 6 a.m. to work out. If you tell your kids you're going to make their cross-country event, get there mm-hmm. and, and, and really be intentional about uh, the commitments that you make so that you can keep them with some consistency. But I think it starts with yourself. Walk the talk. Absolutely. Right, walk the talk. Now, you also have to be forgiving of yourself, just as I think forgiving of other people, that if we are pushing the envelope, if we are taking risks, if we are stretching ourselves, then we periodically are going to overcommit. And I think that in a culture of um, performance, we will overcommit from time to time. And that's why this uh, rebuilding and accepting and re-promising is really critical to ongoing organizational success. You know, Ralph, you you mentioned um, Stephen Covey. I read uh, The Speed of Trust, a book by Stephen M. R. Covey, his son. And I was really intrigued by one of his recommendations of how to build relationship trust. One of them was be willing to extend trust to other people. And I like that. I, 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 I think that when, you know, even think again, thinking about the situation that you talked about with your client with the appointment yesterday, that was an example of you listening, he apologized, and now your your willingness to extend trust to him again, I think is also really powerful in this idea of how do we rebuild trust when a promise is broken? We get this question a lot, right? How many times can I allow someone to show up differently? But I think we do need to extend this trust. I think we need to be open that people can behave differently and can follow through on commitments. And I think that we, uh, I think it's an an important discussion in an organization, but I want to go a little quantum physics on, on the group right now is that the observer affects the outcome. If we are not expecting or extending trust and expecting that someone can show up differently and perform consistently to a commitment they made, we are influencing their behavior at some level. Mm-hmm. And I think that extending trust is really important. Uh, it's, you know, you could say I'm the show, I'm from the show me state. Uh, you know, I'll believe it when I see it. Well, I think we have to uh, see it, right, believe it to see it. I think that extend, yes, extension yeah. of trust is critical in really creating this culture of commitment and accountability. Mm-hmm. And people have to feel it because people feel it. They feel whether that trust is being extended. They feel it that they, they, they're being given another chance to show up differently. Right. So I think we've talked about three things that people can do to build trust 
when they unintentionally break a promise or a commitment. One was apologize and mean it, be genuine. The second was practice accountability, hold ourselves hold ourselves accountable to the things that we're committing even just for ourselves. And then be willing to extend trust to other people as a way to rebuild trust. There's one thing I might throw in there in addition to just counterbalance this, and, and I don't know where I heard it or read it first, but to under-promise and over-deliver. Mm. I think we are in, uh, you know, we, we have the tendency with everything that's thrown at us to maybe over-promise and under-deliver. And I think there's some moderation there. And if we can counterbalance that with this under-promising and over-delivering, so we build that trust model and that trust relationship moving forward. That's excellent. That's excellent. I have a quote I'd like to read just to wrap up. I think we've had a good conversation about this, don't you? Um, This is a quote from the Who Will Do What by When book. No one fulfills all their promises, but you can honor all your promises. Isn't that what we're talking about here? Absolutely. I think that's the essence of what we've just discussed. Mm. But what about when we know ahead of time, we make a promise and we know in the back of our minds, there's no way we can keep that commitment. I love that. And I think that's what we should talk about on our next episode of Get Emergent. Get Emergent.